Hey there, I'm Megan Martin, and I put the manic in Manic Pixie Dream Girl. And I'm Janelle Megan, and I'm a self-proclaimed Bond girl, and I make every conversation way too deep. We are both professional actors, producers, and models. Cause and Creation is a podcast where we talk about all things creative, including interviewing other awesome artists that are breaking new ground. We'll be taking a deep dive into who they are, the work they do, and more importantly, what moves them as artists. You'll get an inside look into the minds of award-winning filmmakers who are promoting new content, writers who are on the first draft of their novel, video game designers who are creating a whole new world from scratch, and so much more. If you want to get to know a creative, or just want to get to know us, come hang out with us at Cause and Creation every other Thursday. Cue the applause. Join our story, where we left off. A cliffhanger most foul. Our heroes, Soul, Titan, White Knight, and Muse, stand in shock and horror as their mentor, Burnout, has been shot right before their very eyes. Is this the end for the Halcyon's Flame of Freedom? Or can our team intervene before this legend's light is snuffed out? Find out right now on this episode of Masks Bigger Rising Issue 5. A Living Legend Lost? Presented by Delinquent Comics. There is a blaring alarm sound going off in a volcano base. And there is a digital projection of burnout like a hologram digital projection of burnout in the air at the supercomputer that just shows like flatlining flatlining vitals and burnout's body begins to slowly collapse towards the ground burnout has just been shot and you all can see like the entry wound right over where you have to imagine right where burnout's heart is what does everybody do titan what do you do uh titan immediately tries to jump up and run to burnout but because he is injured he trips and falls and tries to crawl um okay i think soul is immediately gonna look for a uh like where it came from if there's any like like the direction that it came from. Yeah. Um, roll plus superior. So, okay. So I did just roll a six, which is not great for me, but I am going to mark experience. Okay. Um, yeah. Mark experience. And, uh, I have five experience. So we'll see where that takes us. All right. This is what I think. What conditions does soul have marked currently? Um, afraid, angry, guilty, and hopeless. Oh my god. <laughs> how how many more does she have are there? One. There is insecure. Okay. I'm trying to decide right now how <laughs> how hard of a GM and how mean of a GM I am. <laughs> um I'm gonna have you mark insecure. I love that for me. Okay. Um 
And so basically what happens is I think that Soul, so in this moment, as Soul watches the sort of flailing Titan and like, there's like this, like, you know, the, again, it's, this is much more cinematic than it is comic panels in a, in a sense. Cause I'm picturing like slow-mo burnout, falling to his knees, Titan leaping forward. And then soul's face as like, she tries to like get a handle on what's going on, but can't stop locking eyes with burnout because like, there's like flashbacks of like, all of the mentor time that burnout and soul spent together. And so deeply buried beneath like any sort of frustration or anger or resentment that soul might feel towards burnout because of like their relationship and how complicated it got and the expectations. Like there's still that parental role that oh, I love a, a comic panel of like the first time soul's parents brought how old was soul when she was like brought to burn out the train uh i think we said around 10 yeah the first like a shot of 10 year old soul like from her little child sort of perspective like looking up at a little bit of a younger burnout and she's just frozen like just completely frozen and she is simultaneously angry and afraid and guilty and hopeless and insecure. So our other heroes, uh, what are you two doing? Muse is going to look at the direction where the bullet would have came from. Yeah. And going to try to use super speed to move in that direction that fast. Uh, just basically tracking the, the path yep. of the bullet, not even really looking to see who or what is in that direction. So for our listeners, the, the, because I, I there maybe is, uh, I don't want there to be a lack of confusion about burnout's lair here or formerly burnout's lair. Now Titan's lair is it is inside a volcano. So there is like really cool. I don't know. Uh, like, uh, like lava flow going on down here. And I picture that there are like, what would you call them? Gangways or like, there, um, there are catwalks, platforms catwalks, and yep. uh, like other observation decks. And you have to imagine that the bullet probably came from one of those, like, catwalks. And so I just imagine um, you're super speeding up to where one where one of them might be. And when you get there, there's, like, at the end of the catwalk, there's just, like, a blur of motion of somebody, like, leaving in through a cave entrance, like, at the other end of the catwalk. Mm-hmm. And right when that happens... Um, and Muse sees this, there's another sound that happens. Catching all of you equally by surprise. The alarm that signifies Mayhem. that there has been a Mr. Mayhem, Mayhem, Mayhem sighting in the city Mayhem. begins Mayhem. to go off. Mayhem. 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 Oh, boy. And the location Mayhem. of that Mayhem. Mayhem. happening in the city Mayhem. suddenly Mayhem. is projected Mayhem. Up, kind of like in another area of the computer terminal area, like kind of you know, like on the other side of the computer, maybe from the burnout suit uh, life signs sort of uh, projection. As the footsteps kind of go around the corner, and you just see like a heel of a boot at you know on the other end of the catwalk, Muse hears this going off. What is White Knight doing? White Knight is going to immediately bamf over to burnout yeah. past 
Titan's fallen body. Uh-huh. And then Bamf himself and Burnout to a hospital. Yeah. What what um conditions does White Knight have marked? Uh guilty, hopeless, and angry. Okay. I'm asking that just because I'm wondering how quickly White Knight's able to think. I think you probably can think enough in the moment to know that there's like probably only one place with the technology to like handle that entry wound. And that's probably Van- the Vanguard, which is where Soul just was. Were we all at Vanguard with Soul or? No, just you and Burnout. Oh, yeah, it was just me. Yeah, that was the last like healthcare place I was out. Yes. So, yeah, he's just going to be like, I'm fucking back. Yeah, he's just going to go back there. Cool. All right, so, uh, Titan, you see, you're, like, on the ground, and you see White Knight appear to bamf next to Burnout, and then just poof as the two of them bamf away from the the, the volcano base uh, with you sort of arm outstretched, it's all been it's just been like it's been like three mm-hmm. seconds right since mm-hmm. that gunshot it's all the gunshots almost still ringing in your ear although it was probably silence let's be honest you would probably see titan turn to leo tell him to gear and search and then titan's gonna get on the com- try and crawl or get up and crawl his way to the, the computers to see if he can track um if, where this person might be Cool. That's awesome. All right. So you start pulling yourself up to the computer and pulling yourself up onto the terminal so you can start accessing, like, utilizing the computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Muse doing? Muse is following with super speed the assailant that she saw um, and trying to catch up with him. And we'll go on comms mm-hmm. and say, Titan, send your, your, your bug robots to follow me. All right. On it. And then just like a panel of him slamming a button on the computer. All right. What is soul doing as like, you know, you kind of get shaken out of your like shock with the moment that white knight and uh burnout bamf away. Okay. Just a recap. There's potentially someone that shot burnout and there's a Mr. Mayhem alarm going off. Right. Um, how badly do you want me to fuck your shit up? Are you asking me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the answer is always so badly. Oh, okay. No. So, uh, with that last failure, I did mark all five potential. So I, I yeah would like to unlock my moment of truth. Oh my um, god. Tell us about your moment of truth. Your mind's eye opened and you can see the world around you like never before. You can control it at will with ease. Of course, warping reality ten- tends to have ramifications down the line, but in your moment of godhood, how could you possibly be worried? And um, can I can I rewind time? Uh-oh. To like oh. before he gets shot, oh. and um... oh, this is interesting. Um, <laughs> ben has a decision to make. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm th- I'm just processing. Hold on, let me. <laughs> let me just um, 
The, the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is um, yes. Okay, so I would like to rewind time to maybe like 30 seconds before burnout gets shot. Yes, you absolutely can. So can you please describe for us what this moment of godhood looks like? Uh, and and keep in mind that Leo is there because I I have a feeling that like oh my god okay don't, don't do this okay <laughs> I want to add to this can I add something to this absolutely I think Leo grabs Soul's hand and they oh. both light up and then please describe what it looks like first and then I'll tell you what happens. Okay. Um I think that it's very uh like like it zooms out so that you see like the city, um the country, the the world and then like the entire solar system and you see like the sun stop and it starts going backwards a little bit. Um and everyone in the room except for Leo and Sol are moving backwards in time. And Leo and Sol are just standing there holding hands. Um, and then it just stops. Our whole team is now sort of assembled for the first time in the last six months. You all have, you're all here. You have now all seen each other. It is awkward. It is strange. Leo is there. Uh, and things are different. Things are very different from the last time you were together six months ago. Um, I think probably Burnout is even aware of that. I mean, he's not even, this is the first time he's been in this cave for a long time. Um, having spent the last several months teaching at the Vanguard, teaching new heroes, um, still mentoring Ryan, not having stopped doing that, not having given up that special relationship. And, um, and you're all here and burnout looks around at each of you and suddenly soul and Leo are holding hands and lighting up the room glowing like the sun. And I want to know what it is that soul does. I would like to step in front of burnout in case this doesn't work. Um, But I would just like to be between him and uh, where I think Mr. Mayhem shot him from. Um, And then I am going to immediately charge up my powers, which is why I wanted 30 seconds. Um, That's fantastic. Um, uh, Oh, wait, I get to add conditions to that. Okay, we're good to go. Um, Wait, if I went back in time, do I still have all five conditions? <laughs> yes, because y- yes, you do. Okay, great. So then in that case, that is a 10. Um, all right. So I get three burn and I'm going to use moat. So I'm going to create a barrier in front of burnout or just all around burnout. Okay. Um, so it repels all threats as long as I have attention on it. So Soul has thrown her moat up around Burnout, catching Burnout completely by surprise, by the way. <laughs> it was just <laughs> you all were just having an argument, and Burnout is suddenly like, what the hell? And 
uh, for Muse, White Knight, and Titan, you all were just having an argument, and suddenly, like, it was just, like, a strange sensation. Although maybe worth saying, not completely foreign. But a strange sense, right? Because of other things that have happened to your characters. But a strange sensation because, like, all of a sudden Leo is in a different spot in the room. And then Soul has thrown this moat around Burnout. What do you all do? Muse jumps up and says, Whoa, whoa, what's, what happened? Where is Soul like, looking during this moment? Like, where are her eyes? What is um, she looking at? She's looking directly at Burnout because she has to have full attention on the moat. Okay. Uh, for it to work. So she is just like focused, staring at burnout and making sure that the moat is working. Okay. Titan? Uh, confused look and then slowly just stands up. White Knight? Well, I guess that's one way to cut an argument short. There's a panel of a zoomed in shot of like a device kind of flying through the air um, towards your group and it's like kind of flipping through the air blinking as it's coming lower and lower and lower towards you all I don't know if anybody has a fast enough situational awareness to see this before it happens um everyone's Uh, pretty distracted I do do very as of recently have shadow senses tell me about that I know nothing about them. I just remember I unlocked my <laughs> I unlocked my two remaining powers and shadow senses is one of them now. I see. I got a thing for you then. This is why I got I'll throw you a bone. There's here. something to play with. I got yeah, it's something to play with. I got you. I got something for you. So this device is flipping towards the group. You don't see that. That's your shadow, shadow senses don't help you with that. Nobody has noticed this device uh, rolling towards the group. Um what you have noticed, though, with your shadow senses is an additional shadow. Like, nobody else would have noticed it, but there's something up on the catwalk casting a shadow that wasn't there before, and you suddenly sense it. What do you do? I would like to use my shadow control, and I would like to make that shadow wrap and grab whatever is casting it. Okay, I don't think you've done this before, so I'm going to have you roll to unleash your powers. Yeah, totally. It's very similar to the same way of, you know, I've, like, made shadow walls and stuff before. Sure. Yeah. Just clarifying, I'm using the same type of process, just okay. in a different way. Yeah, go ahead and give me a roll plus freak. Uh, that is a six on the dice, and my freak is at one. So, a seven. Okay, cool. So, um, you're going to do it. Uh, but you're either going to mark a condition or I'm going to tell you how it's unstable or temporary. Now you, however, should not have, didn't you add one more? Did we make you also add a condition? No, I just asked you what your conditions were. Correct. Right. You just asked the ones I had. Right. Okay. Sorry. So you can either have, you can either mark another condition or I can tell you how, what you're about to do is unstable or temporary. Oh, actually I just realized something. I do have the condition of hopeless, meaning my power is at a minus two for unleash your powers. Oh. So that seven is in fact a five. In that case, I what would I be think marking potential. What I yeah, mark potential. 
I think what happens is you reach out to do like to manipulate that shadow and you do for like one second before you actually do notice the device that was sort of careening through the air towards your group. And then there's just a panel of right in the middle of the group, an explosion. Uh, and uh, this explosion just goes off, boom, right in the middle of all of you. Now, Soul and Burnout are inside the moat. <laughs> Does the moat react to things like that? Does it have like... So, yes, it says that um, I can. you can call for a plus one burn, so I have to spend another burn, if the barrier is attacked by a powerful force. Yeah. Okay, so, go ahead and do that. Go ahead okay. and do that. How much burn? How much burn do you have left? Just one. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna have uh, both. I'm gonna have White Knight, Muse, and Titan all roll to take a powerful blow at the same time. First time I think that's ever happened. Oh no. That's oh. all the conditions. Oh rip. Welcome. Um. So I rolled a seven. I have three conditions. Mm-hmm. That is a 10. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and start consulting the list and decide what you want to do. I rolled a nine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled a natural seven with my two conditions as a nine. Okay. So start again. Go ahead and consult the list. And for Titan? <laughs> So I rolled an 11 on the dice, but all my conditions are marked. Okay. So is that... So it's just a 10 plus still. Uh, So go ahead and consult the list. White Knight. So I think the the easy answer here is... Like, it was a concussive force explosion, right? Yes. I think that easy one here is, you know, I got blown up, hit my head on the wall behind me, and White Knight is now passed out. Yep. Sure. Alright, so White White Knight's body goes flying against the wall, his head smacks against the side of the cave, and he falls unconscious. What happens to Muse? I think I'm going to struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. What are you marking? I'm going to mark... I'm going to mark guilty, guilty and hopeless. Okay. And what happens to Titan? Titan gets flung off of the platform they're on down into like the sand pit training area platform and is knocked out. Soul, of course, sees all of this happening and is maintaining the moat for now, at least, even though this is all happening. But you do hear... I'll say that both you and and Leo, oh Leo's here too. Oh, oh Leo's here. I think Leo is still kind of connected to whatever's happening with you right now, and is still also glowing as a part of your moat. Like that hasn't worn off quite yet. Okay. Um, but uh, so you and Muse both like see here first, like metal clanging at footsteps on the catwalk and you see somebody running across it at full tilt. What do you both want to do?
Hello, Super Team. I'm Ben Wallace, Game Master and Spooky Ghost. Okay, I know I missed Ghost Season by, like, I don't know, two weeks, but thanks for listening to this issue of Delinquent Comics. Oh, if you're a Patreon sponsor, you're listening to this right on time for me to be spooky. This is Vega Rising issue number five. We are back with our heroes in their present-day reality after our Death of Burnout special two-part flashback. Featuring guest GM Caleb Sunstead. Vega Rising issue number five is one of my absolute favorite issues. I love this episode, and I hope you enjoy it too. If you do enjoy Delinquent Comics and want to support our show, there are a few ways you can get involved. First, rate and review our show on platforms like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever else you listen to our podcast. Of course, the best thing you can do is tell someone else about the show. Another way you can support our show is by heading over to patreon.com slash allportsopen. That's patreon.com slash allportsopen. There you can back our network and get access to each episode of the show two weeks in advance. We have some exciting news from one of our cast members. Ashton Morell, who plays Lyra DeLuna, a.k.a. Soul, has written and produced an exciting brand new audio drama titled Friday Night Fights, spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. When average teenager Arthur Pedron finds out he's the reincarnation of King Arthur of Camelot, he, Merlin, and Lancelot go on a road trip to find and awaken the other knights of the round table before danger catches up to them in this comedy fiction podcast. We here at Delinquent Comics are really excited and hope that you'll support Ashton by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts to Friday Night Fights and give a five-star rating to help the show launch. Reviews and ratings are so important when a podcast launches and we hope you'll help out. I'm also excited to share that on November 8th, we're going to have a special Delinquent Comics takeover of my TTRPG talk show, Holy Happy Hour, Batman. Join us on Monday, November 8th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time as we have a special Between the Panels discussion of The Death of Burnout, Vega Rising, and more. We'd love to have you join us that night to talk about the show behind the scenes, take a look at our characters, our heroes, and what they've been facing, what they've been going through, especially in The Death of Burnout, and answer your questions. So we hope to see you then. Okay, folks, we're just about ready to get back to the action. Head on over to allportsopen.com when you can. Check out all our great network content, including our other actual play podcasts, our video content, APON games, our play tests of our brand new APON games, and so much more. Now, enjoy the rest of Vega Rising, issue number five. So you and Muse both, like, see, hear first, like, metal clanging, uh, footsteps on the catwalk, and you see somebody running across it at full tilt. What do you both want to do? I want to use super strength to jump as hard as I can towards that that catwalk to try to get on it faster. All right. You want to, like, land in front of the person? Uh, As near to them as I can. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, you jump up with your super strength, like, and you come down into like a, a like to land um, on the catwalk, and the person in front of you. Um, okay, so this is what you see. You see what looks like um, a maybe thirty-something woman whose hair is like dark black in a ponytail um 
and she's wearing like tactical gear and she's got like a massive sniper rifle on her back um and she like almost seamlessly jumps over muse right when muse is landing and like at the same time sort of drops another smaller like a smaller device that kind of like essentially explodes behind her to kind of and like takes out the catwalk that the two of you are on as she continues like running and kind of climbing up the catwalk that starts to collapse underneath so the catwalk starts to collapse underneath you and her both but like kind of separated right between you she's trying to cut you off from the side of it that she's on uh what do you do so it's breaking in the center of us like between yes, the two correct. of us yep okay um uh, i am going to again make another jump uh to try to jump onto her and tackle her okay uh burnout turns to you soul and says uh soul let me out what were your your moat let me out Let's go be heroes. Screw it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Do you drop the moat? Yeah. All right. His like, he like goes into full on, like, you know what? He goes to like light up to like, you know, go after this person until he sees Titan. uh, Who's unconscious, right? Yeah. And instead flies over to Titan. What are you doing, soul? So Muse is falling, right? Yep, Muse is up there, like, about to... Like, you just see Muse flying at the person about to engage. Okay, I think I'm gonna fly up there and just, like, as backup. Okay. Um, and just see if she needs my help or if it looks like she's going to hit the ground very hard, I would catch her. Go ahead and roll, uh, Muse, go ahead and roll plus danger to directly engage a threat. All right, I rolled an eight plus three on my danger. So we're looking at an 11. Don't forget in case you have any conditions marked. Uh, yeah, um, the afraid is the only one I do not have marked. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's an 11, you said? That's correct. Cool. Go ahead and pick two on the list. I would like to take something from them. And I would like to create an opportunity for my ally. All right. Uh, what do you want to take from them? I want to grab the barrel of the of the uh, sniper rifle and bend it. Okay. Cool. All right. So Muse reaches back. So Muse like col- like collides into this person, and you go tumbling like onto the part of the uh, catwalk that's like not been destroyed yet. You know, it's sort of like still on the other. Like it's it's on a little bit of an angle, but it's you guys can kind of like roll together, body and body, along it with your like the impact of your throwing yourself at her. Um, and you like as that's happening, you like reach your hand around to her back and like grab the gun barrel and just sort of twist it down um, to destroy it basically or make it inoperable uh and and with your permission uh to uh create an opportunity for my allies Mm -hmm. i see uh soul uh coming up here and uh i would like to uh set up wiffle ball again and i would like to yell out uh soul wiffle ball now and i'll uh toss 
uh, her up. Yep. Uh, for right in the the baseball swing. Yes. For uh, soul. Okay, so you toss her up, and right as you do, though, she um, sticks something to your arm, yes, which blinks for a few seconds and then explodes. Uh, go ahead and roll. Um, go ahead and roll to uh, take a powerful blow. That's a three plus my conditions four, Mm -hmm. five, six. All right. Um, I'm going to stand strong and mark mark potential. potential. Yep. Uh, Tell us how you weather the explosion. We're going to see something we haven't seen before. Okay. Uh, A power that Uh, Muse has never used. I love that. Uh huh. Until now. Yeah. Which is vitality absorption. Yes! Oh my god, yes! Can you describe this for us? Tell us about it. Yeah, um, I think that um, Muse sees it on her arm, puts her hand over it, and we just hear a little... And uh, you just just see like a a light kind of pulse uh, through her body. And uh, she's a little bit of a... Trying to think of how to represent this in a comic book sense. Um, mm-hmm. I think maybe uh, the the hairs on her arms are kind of standing up. There's a bit of a almost a crackle of some kind of uh, maybe not a crackle, but like you can see that there's like something teeming or pulsing um, within her body. Very cool. That's awesome. Oh, I'm so glad we got to see that new power. That's so cool. I mean, it's not a new power, but it's the first time we've seen it. That's so awesome. Uh, all right, so Soul, the uh, body of this person who who only you basically knows, presumably shot burnout in a different version of this timeline. Um, but the person's been now wiffle balled up to you. What are you doing? Um. <laughs> Shit. I'm sorry, sorry. You want to train? Is it a locomotive? I hear. I'm. I think I can. I think I can. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna use constructs with my last burn. I'm gonna create an object the size of a person, and I would just like to create like uh, a, a a a glowing uh, energy baseball bat. Yeah. Um, and just kind of whack. Cool. Uh, go ahead and roll to directly engage a threat. Roll plus danger. I love that Wiffle Ball became so literal in this case. And if you have the afraid condition marked, don't forget to take minus two. Yeah, so, okay. Um, yeah, that that I rolled a four, and I do have Ooh. the afraid one, so that's at least a two plus danger, which is a, a three, so no, that didn't work. So what happens is you conjure the the bat to have like this awesome wiffle ball moment where you're about to like whack her and she winks at you she winks at you in the air after being tossed up and she um like uh throws like kind of just kind of gently from her palm tosses up another one of these little devices that she has and this time it opens a hole in space and time and you have seen this happen before. You have seen one of these holes before. It opens up. She goes through it. It closes. 
and the device falls to the floor, and she is gone. What relief that Halcyon's flame of freedom lives to fight another day. But at what cost to our heroes? And who would be so bold as to plot such a cold-blooded murder? Things kept in the dark are brought into the light in the next shocking episode of Masks Vega Rising Issue 6 The Villainous Vixens Revealed Presented by Delinquent Comics Alright, so we're going to use this as a, as a moment to end of session because we haven't done that in a while and process end of session stuff. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and uh, have each of you choose one of these three uh, to grow closer to the team, to grow into your own image of yourself, or to grow away from the team. Um, so uh, whoever has their answer already can go ahead and go first. I has mine. Go ahead. Um, Titan's going to grow away from the team. He feels like he he's starting to feel like he's just a, um, not a loose end, but like a liability with the amount of times he's been getting hurt and stuff. So he feels like he's not, not on par with everyone else. All right. So going away from the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, take influence over you away from another character. I think White. I think White Knight got it back. Um, t- um, got have it has influence over Titan when we did I a special do, yes. crossover. So I'm gonna take that away. Ooh, okay. Who wants to go next? Um, Soul is going to move closer to the team. Okay. Who made you feel welcome? Who made you um, feel Well, I think, weirdly, it was... It wasn't... I think it was just the whole situation. I think that seeing Burnout, like, dead in front of her kind of made her realize some things. Sure. Um, about, you know, not only her relationship with Burnout, but her relationship with the team. Can I just also throw out there that, like, literally Muse did defend your absence yes. during the argument? So yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're going to give influence... <laughs> Wait, hold on. What's it say? Uh, yeah, but you might already have influence over Muse. I don't know. Uh, do I have influence over Soul? Uh, the other way. Uh, yes. Okay. Um... But regardless, you're going to also clear a condition or mark potential oh. your choice. I'll clear a condition, thank you. What condition um, are you clearing? Um, I think I'm going to... Guilty. I'm going to clear guilty. Oh, okay. Okay. I think, yeah. All right. All right, who wants to go next? Um, I can do it. Please. Yeah, I think... 
uh, White Knight is going to grow into his own image of himself. Okay. Yeah, because... Tell us how you see yourself and why. So White Knight, you know, he has always been... He's always being torn between the... Am I a villain? Am I a hero? What is where I come from? What I'm destined to be and all of that. Um, And in... Before we did the time rewind, his reaction was get burnout to safety rather than go after the person who hurt burnout. He chose to be a savior, a protector, rather than, you know, a vindictive bring the evildoer to justice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are you shifting up and down? Um, I believe I'm going to shift up Savior and shift down Mundane. Cool. Because he, you know, he went for the heroic get someone to safety rather than go, rather than act on emotion, take someone out. Absolutely. No, I love those choices. I love that. Awesome. Uh, who's left? That would be me. Uh, Muse, I believe, is going to actually grow closer to the team. Okay, explain actually... who made you feel welcome. Yeah, it's kind of actually surprising to me because uh, I, I really feel like in this new arc, um, each teammate has at one point kind of really expressed wanting to team up or has uh, done so or extended a, a hand to help. Uh, so I feel like each team member at some point has done that. And that is why I think he, I, I don't know if there was one particular one. I think all three have, have done that. All right. So you all can gain influence then. Uh, so uh, as part of that, I would like to. Um, I think I'm going to clear a condition. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll clear a condition. Cool. All right. Oh, um, I'm thinking this should be at the end of that episode. Yeah, that, that we just can, did. That can be fine. Yep. And so now I just need how, but how, what, what do we say to, to actually end it? <laughs> what about, woo! <laughs> See you next time, super team. There you go. Okay, fine. <laughs> this episode of Delinquent Comics starred Ashton Lorell as Soul. Justin Allen as Titan, Connor Castile as White Knight, Sean Delp as Muse, and Ben Wallace as the Game Master. Masks, A New Generation, is the award-winning tabletop role-playing game by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. This episode featured the songs Tension is Rising and vibration, both by The Insider, and can be found on the album All's Fair in Love of Wax. It also featured Domayu by R.E.W., and can be found on the album Tefra. It also featured the songs The Modern Divide, Telluric Undercurrent, Accelerated Lifestyle, and Someone Else's Memories, all by Revolution Void, 
and can be found on the albums Increase the Dosage and The Politics of Desire. This episode was edited and produced by Ben Wallace and me, Sean Delp. Hey, it's Rachel, host of Wine, Dine, and 69, a podcast about dating, relationships, sex, and self-love. Have you ever had soul-crushing anxiety waiting for a text after a date? Or have you had a sex question that you were too afraid to ask? Wine, Dine, and 69 is a podcast that covers it all from dating to sex to relationships, both with partners and yourself. I talk to experts and ask all of the weird questions so that you don't have to. And I also talk to normal, everyday people to hear and amplify their personal stories. Check out Wine, Dine, and 69 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join me on this journey where we will learn, laugh, and explore. Let's keep talking.